0: Well, guys, we're back again.
1: Wow, that was loud. You just like scream like we're in like. I mean, come on, man. Hey, this is how we open it up. Hey, welcome to Sheepdog. Uh, welcome to Sheepdog Country.
0: Sounds like something Stone Cold that, that, Steve that,
1: Austin would do right there. That,
0: that's a <laughs> that's a a, a cream soap um, cream, cream soda. So- uh While we're paying homage to Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Swig a Root Beer for the Working Man. Hey, it's
1: so, so swig a Root Beer for the Working Man.
0: Oh. No, because he says on his oh, podcast no, all the beer. time, he says swig a beer for Working Man. You know what, so, Stone Cold?
1: One day you're going to be on our Sheepdog Country's broadcast, and you, you're just going to love it, because in in essence, in essence... I might put him as a sheepdog, not a spiritual person, but he's he's still going to be out there private protecting he's,
0: things. He he was the sheepdog for the Sorry. man that got had the bad boss. Mm-hmm. That, that's exactly what he, that's exactly he what was. He was the sheepdog for, so, for the working man.
1: I already told Big Country we're going to keep this under 20 minutes, and he goes, no. i got to go Pentecostal. I'm going to float. <laughs> and I said, you know what? We're going to try. We're going to try to do things because we want to hit some stuff that's on... Um, I'm now one of those I'm one of those radio disc jockeys I'm looking at my phone And tapping things And I'm like no, I've got to be careful I <laughs> don't do that <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But we're going to be talking um, Some stuff today um, We First of all Let's hit where our new Instagram is And our new website Because Our new email yeah, we new got a email. new stuff for you So listen up Jot it down Here's what it is
0: So email is sheepdogcountryaz A-Z At gmail.com I'm not Arkansas, not Alaska, Arizona,
1: SheepdogCountry, AZ,
0: az at gmail.com, at gmail.com, and then the Instagram is SheepdogCountry, underscore, podcast, okay, should be simple, should be simple, Um,
1: we're putting it on Spotify, if you go to Instagram, (laughs) you'll see that, and we got a guy in
0: Belgium, here's the great thing, so, let me just hit on the Spotify note, The great thing about being on Spotify is we're not going to get canceled. Never get canceled. So, did you hear about what happened this past week? No. So, Joe Rogan, who is canceled by a lot of mainstream media because of his very rational takes on what's going on. It's Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Neil Young came out and said. To Spotify, either you take Joe Rogan off, or you can take my music off your platform. And Less than twenty-four hours later, Neil Young's music is gone, baby. Well, you know, he's who's that?
1: Who's that? Who's that, who's that old rocker? That's the big uh, hunter. Who's that, That's what I was thinking of just now. He, Ted uh, Nugent, man. Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. Yeah. Ted Nugent's probably all backstrap the, fever. <laughs> so I want to put a <laughs> shout out to uh, some folks, but. The one I had a gentleman on Instagram real quick, and then we're going to pray. His name is Jonathan T. Gilliam. Sir, if I butchered your last name, I apologize. But he is a local guy in Arizona. Local here. And he is a Christian, fellow, beloved, uh, fellow brother, Navy SEAL, FBI special agent, expert podcast, best-selling author, radio host, keynote speaker. This guy seems a, seems pretty legit, so I mess him just thanking him for what he's doing, for liking it, but... There's others out there, and he's also a she- fellow sheepdog, yeah. but in a different world, in a yeah. different culture, and a believer. He is a believer.
0: He He's a long-toothed sheepdog. Yeah, he's a long-toothed
1: one. <laughs> so I, I get away, he likes to hike. So when I saw him up on a mountain, I'm like, hey. Oh,
0: good
1: Lord. Hey, hey you know what? That's where my teeth come out.
0: We're not doing the podcast on top That's where
1: my teeth come out. We're Listen.
0: not doing a podcast on top of a mountain. I'm just telling you right I'd now. I'd have to carry like, you.
1: I know I'd have to carry you up
0: there. Yeah. Be
1: like, like a, like a dark. Yeah, never mind. I ain't gonna say. Well, let's pray. We're gonna get into today. Guys, I hope you're gonna enjoy this. And every Friday we put this out and we're gonna be hitting on fear. And maybe having a little bit of fun. Not poking fun at people in fear because we don't do that. But we're going to just call fear what it is. And that's where we're going. So let's jump in prayer. Lord, we yeah. thank you for this time. thing to me and my brother could be together. And as this podcast goes out, I thank you. It's just going to reach hearts. Lord, it's going to reach lives. It's just gonna it, It's going to encourage people that fear is the opposite of faith. And it kills. It destroys. And we don't want to be men and women of fear because that's not how we're made. So we just give you this in your name. Jesus, amen. Amen. And, you know, that's got to be the biggest thing. Fear of the unknown, fear of, uh, I do a lot of funerals. And it's always that fear of, I don't know where they're going to be. And, you know, I think that. Especially if they're not believers, I'm going, they closed their eyes and entered into not with God. And that fear and torments the rest of their existence. And people are like, no, you know, you just disappear. Well, we're not getting into that theology. You don't just disappear. It's fear and torment or you're with God. And that's one of them. But the fear and torment that we have here, I just talked to a gentleman I know for, he was at our church, haven't talked to him since 2013. And he had a lot of fear and torment and he's got a great testimony of how God brought him back. But he talked about how he was pretty much being tormented by demons to almost kill himself. A lot of fear. See, fear's out there. And, when you're in that depression, fear is on your door just doing this the whole time, yeah. knocking, man. So that's what we want to bring up is how do we address fear? We probably won't get it done. Probably do a couple of these. But how do we address fear in someone's life? So that's kind of a big, huge question I'm just throwing out there.
0: Yeah.
1: So what do you think? What, what little takes on that? We'll start talking.
0: I think just just let's start where you started. I mean... The whole funeral thing, yeah. Um, I mean, that's the the question that people that don't know Jesus, right? Always have like, what's after this? Yeah, yeah. You know, for for us that know the Lord, we know that heaven's on the other side. Right, right, right. But and, and I feel it too. I when. To a lot of funerals spoken in a couple of them, and I can always. There's a sense of peace when you know where the person's going. That big time comes big over time. you, where yeah, you still might cry and you know when you're remembering something, but you have a peace in your spirit about what they're going through right now. Yep. You understand what you're going, what they're going through, but uh, but if you don't know where they're at, and that's the thing that that's when your when your when your spirits start weeping.
1: Oh, yeah, because again, it's uh, it's that man. Where are they at? What yeah. happened? And getting people to understand that fears everywhere. We can look at. Oh, I'm afraid of how the. I've heard people. We've all heard it. I'm afraid of how the government's doing. I'm afraid I might not have my job. I'm I'm afraid of this and. Even saying that, when you keep saying "I'm afraid," "I'm afraid," "I'm afraid," you're speaking fear into your life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm afraid if I, I, I'm afraid if I take my kids to the school, they might do this. I'm afraid. It's like you're allowing fear to dictate your day yeah. instead of waking. I'm saying, no, man, I'm not going to be in fear. Yeah. I'm not going to have fear. I'm not going to live in fear. It's either faith or fear. Yeah. And even with like our church, we just proposed a budget, and I was like, oh. Crud, that's up here, and maybe we're not there yet. And God goes, "Are you are you in faith or fear?" Because guess what, fear will come and go, oh, and you start panicking. Going, "No, no." When and when I did, when I first started the church, not people coming, fear. Oh man, I wonder if we're gonna have people next week, or yeah. I wonder if people are gonna want to come back. And God, that's when He finally told me early on, "This is my church, not yours." Why well, I didn't listen to Him because I still wanted to make it my church and then i want to make it oh it's my people cuz a lot of pastors do that oh they're my sheep and they and our sheep yeah even the kids and the youth they're not your sheep yep. we're just his sheep dogs that's why we use the term sheepdog to bark and go and chase and chase off wolves and put him back the sheep back in the right area yeah. but spiritually we do that there's people that are cops are great law enforcement are great sheepdogs hey, this is the law, and bring us back into obeying what it says. Yeah. And we need to re- be sheepdogs to remind people, quit following fear. Yep. Because there's a lot of people out there that live in fear. A lot of great, loving, God-loving people that live in fear. And yep. they let it dictate their life.
0: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> right? I mean... How- and, and right now, in this world... There's an abundance of fear. Not not just, I'm not talking about in general just like the feeling of fear. There's an abundance of things that can cause you to have fear. Oh, huge. Huge. I mean, if you live in a major city that may be a um, defund the police area. Right, big time. Murders are going through the roof. Right, right. It's not safe to walk down the street. Big time. (laughs) So you can live in the fear of that. Um, You talked about the job thing. My wife works for Wells Fargo, and if she doesn't, no, get tested every week now because she. We've decided that we're not going to vaccinate. Then she can lose her job. That. It, it, right. That used to
1: never be an issue three years ago, two years ago.
0: And then if they decide to make vaccinations mandatory for their company, then she's going to lose a job. Big time. And we sit there and talk about it for a second. We're like, well, if that's still, the deal, then we'll just and we got change nurse, course. We got, and we
1: got nurses in our church doing the same thing. Yep. My little sister the same thing. Test me, fine. But I'm not going to do this because I'm not going to allow the fear. You know, And this used to be fear for people. Yeah. Ready for this?
0: What happens when you hear music like this? Right? Oh, well, yeah, you think about the... Right.
1: Like at this. Look at this. Let's see what it happens. He's, <laughs> but it's, because that, I just, cut, I just
0: don't
1: watch horror movies. No, no. But think about it: how many believers are like, "Oh yeah, I'm not afraid of nothing." And, and you know, they start listening to all the all the horror movies they watch. That used to be the big thing in the '80s and the '90s, and that used to be the fear. But yet, we're bringing up fear now. That's not even that anymore. Yeah. Like you could lose your job because you don't get tested or. You're not following this mandate, and so the fear has shifted, or it's no longer that. So like I used to tell my youth group, "Hey, go watch a horror movie and put on happy songs, and you'll never be afraid." I said, "Mute the thing and put on happy music, and you'll even though you're seeing something scary it won't scare well, you." <laughs> like like Jaws. Yeah,
0: that, the cello. Da, 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 the cello. That's the only. Instant thing, fear. And that's you, the only thing that brings fear in that movie, but. <laughs> And that's the funny thing about horror movies that I never liked them because I never thought they were scary. No, it, yeah. like it, it, even with the music and everything, I'm like, but it's, okay, <laughs> Michael Myers is not walking at the same pace you're running. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it. But it doesn't world, work that way. But the
1: world has breathed fear since the beginning, right? Yeah. It's breathed fear, whether through music or movies. And so when that started dying out, like you just said, people got numb. So then Satan goes, Oh, by the way, I'm going to throw some at you. I'm going to hit a pandemic. That's going to go worldwide. Even though we've had pandemics worldwide that before we were alive, but now with all the media on top, this pandemic went up to hyper, hyper elevation, just up almost to the heavens, like, oh no, everyone locked down, oh no. And now we got this new variant and it's a pick and head cold. But it's fear based. And like, well, no, you might have you might die from that, you know that? It's going, no, I'm not gonna allow fear to dictate my life and walk around with a mask on and gloves on and my hazmat suit just because someone's yeah. coughing. But that's the fear that's running around there, I guess. Yeah. So it's not even scary movies. It's not even anything else. It's yeah.
0: Satan's a great job of doing what he's doing. He, he gets people <laughs> so much fear that they don't use the brain that God gives. <laughs> right, right. You take more of a chance getting in the car and driving every day of dying right. than you do of getting COVID. So here's where you could say fear would be
1: a real thing, but it's not. And this, I and I don't want to say that. Let me read the scripture. It's John 4, 17 and 18. Okay. And actually 16, it says, And we've come to know and believe the love that God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God, and God in him. In this way, God's love is perfected in us, so that we may have boldness on the day of judgment. So the day of judgment is where fear lies. Day of judgment. Heaven or hell, baby. That's the end of the day. But we have What? boldness on the day of judgment because of his love because as he is so are we in this world there is no fear in love but perfect love cast out fear because fear has to do with punishment whoever fears is not in perfect love so that mm. goes a lot of ways if you're in god's perfect love you shouldn't have fear we keep hitting your your feet i apologize okay. So what <laughs> happens when we're both large sitting at a ta- small desk yep <laughs> but when you have perfect love, then that fear shouldn't come in and you should not shed and give and put on fear if you're walking out perfect love, but people still do that because they say, oh, by the way, this is coming. Oh, church, prepare. This could be happening. Or, and I mean, there's still good stuff for that, but yeah. we can easily put fear into people's hearts by things we say Instead of say, no, that doesn't matter what happens. God's in control. Amen. And well, I I okay, I don't want to say that un thing because we have perfect we have free will too. But we let him be in control of our life. So I don't want to say that false. God's in control and uh, yes, but yet through our free will we surrender to God to say, "Hey, God's going to lead. I'm going to trust in God no matter what happens. Mm. He's going to show me. I'm giving him control to get through this situation." Yep. Not just blindly say, "Well, he's in control. If it goes south, okay, I just I just roll with the punches." No. I'm going to let God lead my life and I'm not going to be in fear because fear is going to keep me from not looking to God. And I think that's the case. And that perfect love thing, really, that's a huge thing to me. Are we in that perfect love and not letting fear come in? Because you guys have it. You just lived it with your wife's job. Yep. You're in perfect fear or perfect love. Yep. Oh, well, oh, well, right? Yep. Our kids, we have to trust and lean in God because our kids are going to school, taking the school. We don't know what's happening when they're at school right now, even though they're at good schools. We have no clue. And yep. we could be in fear about that. Yep. What if someone hurts them? What if someone does this? What if someone ho- holds a prison shank at their throat? Or, or whatever it may be, and we have all this fear come on us.
0: So, sorry,
1: I just had to share that verse. I got excited.
0: <laughs> the thing about me is... That dude doing that stuff, or somebody did that to our kid, They, he had that thought back, what if their daddy catches up with me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, <right. laughs>
1: that's, that's, exactly. that's what they to be thinking about. Exactly. I know when I was in the military on the ship, out in the middle of the ocean, all of a sudden this fear came on me. I heard, hey, your parents probably just died. And that was in 92. We didn't have cell phones. I'm like, oh, crud. So I would get into this place of almost panic for like two days. Thinking I can't call my parents, oh they're dead. Oh no, what I'm gonna come back and find they're dead. You know, just like the devil playing tricks. And I found that verse. And I'm going, I had to remind the devil, shut up. By the way, you're when at the end days, you're gonna be casting like fire and I'm gonna be with Jesus forever. So let's just quit talking. No. I had to remind him and remind myself that no, I'm gonna be walking in love. Yeah. Because again, a lot of believers still let fear. So in your all your years and all your journeys, where do you see Christians allowing fear to dictate the most? And then we'll maybe hit this in a little bit.
0: Is, you have a lot. Hmm? Fear dictates Christians most.
1: Now, where do you Out. see,
0: yeah? Peer pressure. Uh, and that's still with adults, huh? Yeah. Right? That's Even good. though you're not in high school anymore, you want to be cool. You want people like you. You want you know all that stuff. Yep. And so that's good. When when you think about it, mm. kids that don't often watch a horror film, if their high school buddies are wanting to watch a horror film, and he doesn't want to watch it, what are they going to do? Oh, you weenie, you was blah 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 oh, right. all that yeah. stuff. And they're going to try to talk him in and go watch that horror film. Mm, mm. And then he's going to get the horror film. Mm. Or it could be that, or drinking, or promiscuity, or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Having people around you that are going to try to get you to do bad things, that's one of the leading areas yep. of peer pressure. And peer pressure as an
1: adult. People put peer pressure on you with the way you're parenting. Or you might want to take your kids here or do that. And they put pressure in a loving way. Well, you know, this is what I did when I was a parent. I'm like, I didn't really ask you what you did. But the pressure comes on. You know, and so
0: that's that's a huge one. That's a huge one. And and here's the thing. Someone's going to say, well, and... There are some people who are strong enough, mature enough to hang around those people and be the light in the darkness. Exactly. Because Jesus did that and we're called to live like Jesus. Jesus started his ministry at 30 years old, people. (laughs) Yeah. He wasn't doing this as a teenager. No. I mean, he brought the light where it went and... He was teaching in the synagogue but when he still, was a, he, but he, he didn't hang out with yeah. drunkards and all that stuff no. when he was a teenager.
1: He wasn't going to the bar, yeah, and saying, "Oh, I'm gonna be a light to him." Yeah, because when you're young, that peer pressure is gonna get on you. Yeah,
0: let me. What time we
1: got? Hey, you know what? We're I was gonna say we're gonna have a sponsor break, and I was gonna talk about Mountain Dew. And that, <laughs> And that song, you can't do
0: that. Why drinking that song, a different? But,
1: but that song, you know, I talked about. <laughs> yeah. So I guess some of the church said actually that Mountain Dew song, Bluegrass song, was actually about uh, alcohol, like like White Lightning. That's the, I'm like, oh well, so we can't really sponsor. Alcohol. Oh,
0: did Steve tell you?
1: <laughs> yeah, I said, well, well up, Steve. <laughs> thanks Steve, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> but uh, let, let's go ahead and we're going to get this. We're going to wrap this up and get on the next one. We're going to continue this. I think it'd be good to continue talking about it. So any other final thoughts before we get going? Just put a pause on this, but we're going to get on this again because I want us to do this right. And uh, you're looking at me like, doggone you. But as we get ready.
0: It hurts my soul.
1: It, no, it doesn't. <laughs> doesn't hurt your soul.
0: Man. He's living in the fear of a 30-minute mark, people. That's this, what we're talking about. Right this now. guy is like a Tina
1: Turner on a Snickers commercial right now. Have a Snickers. No. Yeah. So what can we tell people? And we really, I think, hit it is the peer pressure is one of the areas that we're going to address. And we're going to talk about some more issues that we're seeing on the next podcast that adults are going through. Yep. Because that's what it is. We know teenagers, but let's hit the adult thing on the next podcast because that's huge you know because they need to understand and and what different gamuts it is at their jobs in the government in the different areas and how we can't let fear dictate our course and, in sickness, too. and sickness so wrap it up in prayer and then we'll jump on the next one here buddy
0: Lord we just uh, thank you for um, just enlightening us and giving us this download of what what your word says about fear and how we don't need to live in it because we live in your love, Father. We live in the never-ending, all-consuming love that you give us through Jesus. And we should never even entertain fear because it has no dominion, no power over us. Okay? So we just thank you and we praise you that We don't have to deal with that stuff. You defeated it. You conquered it. It's on to the next chapter. We love you. We thank you, Lord. Bless everybody that's hearing this right now. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Amen. Amen.